Foster here, and welcome to the Brand Forward Leadership Podcast. I am the creator of the Big Brand Formula and president of Jerry Foster Branding, where we specialize in working with service-based entrepreneurs who want to create a big brand and a strong message that sells so you can excite, delight, and ignite your market and make it easier to get clients. So please stick around to the end of the show and we will share how you can be our next guest in 15 to 20 minutes or so. In the meantime, let's go. Okay, welcome everybody to the Brand Forward Leadership Podcast. I'm Jerry Foster, the big branding guy, also known as the branding evangelist. And oh my goodness, We've got a very special guest today. She's coming from the great sunny state of Florida. Maxine Gomez. How you doing, Maxine? Hi, Jerry. I'm great. Thank you for having me. How are you? I'm doing very well. I am really, really excited about having you here because of the work that you do. So if you don't mind, please tell our audience exactly what your company is all about. Uh, well, I um, I have a company called the Tough Love Department, and really what I get to do is kind of cut through the minutia of people's limiting mindsets and connect them to their purpose using strength finders. Oh, my God. So you had me at Tough Love, okay? I mean, <laughs> and I'm sure I'm not the first person to tell you that. <laughs> That's why I couldn't wait to have you on here. Oh, well, thank so, you. Now, this is a this is a branding podcast, as you know, and the way that you stand out and get noticed and remembered in the marketplace is such a big deal. And it often starts with your brand name. So let's just start with that. What is the premise behind your work around this whole thing called Tough Love? Oh, uh, well, um, you know, I was shown tough love during difficult parts of my life. And at the time I resented it. And then I realized what it gave and what it did for me. So I've owned a, I've owned several businesses. I'm a serial entrepreneur. And my most recent one was about 10 years. I did a sprint in construction. So I was well known for my steel toes as well as my stilettos. Okay. So. <laughs> Because I had to wear the steel toes to afford the nice stilettos, right? <laughs> <laughs> I, I like that. <laughs> so that was the tough love also was having a woman's touch to a very, you know, hard kind of industry. And so it was the opposite. It was softening kind of the tough side. And then I was very honored to be asked to be included in a co-authored book. And when I saw the list of authors... They were these very well-respected names in the self-help world. And I was like, I think you've got the wrong girl. I'm just a blue collar kind of child, you know? And they're like, no, you're the top love department. You bring a balanced approach to what we're doing here. I was like, you know what? I am the top love department. <laughs> <laughs> and so, you know, the experience of running several businesses and construction and doing all of that kind of gave me the ability to approach people and have those difficult conversations from a very calm place. And so I bring, I bring that sense of calm to other people to have those. So, those, okay. So, okay. This is great. So those difficult conversations, are we talking in the workplace? Are we talking in the personal? 
world, in someone's situation, where exactly do you concentrate in terms of the coaching and the guidance and the advice you give people? Really, it's all connected though, right, Jerry? Yes. Oh, I know. How you show up in your personal life carries over to your business life. (laughs) For sure. We are our own bottlenecks. So I have the very beautiful niche of working with super high level CEOs that maybe never had the time to Mm self-reflect. And so now they get to discover, you know, they did all the things. They went to the school, they married the person, they had the kids, they got the job, they did all the things. And now they're like, wait a minute, who am I? What kind of legacy do I want to leave behind? And am I ready to really uncover those things about me? So that's one. Um, Another is I get to work with people that are building their team. And so we have to talk about what, you know, what their strengths are, what their weaknesses are, and how to build the complementary people around them. Mm. And I get to just have in general, difficult conversations. Um, You know, maybe somebody's deciding whether or not to get divorced or students that are picking a career and they have to self-actualize to really know what direction they're in. And so you have to be so authentically vulnerable Hmm. that I get to create that safe space for them to have those conversations. Wow. I love it. So what's the biggest challenge or problem that you saw for your clients? You mentioned the the C-suite types. Is that your sweet spot working with the C-level executives and corporations? Um, it's, it's almost 50, 50, it's probably 50% that where it's, I'm helping them align the person with their own mission and rebrand and build their team, as well as just somebody that's kind of having the experience to discover themselves for the first time and really be honest with themselves. Yeah. Yeah. So, so what's the biggest challenge that they're facing in terms of why they would bring someone like yourself in? What are they, what are they struggling with? What frustrates them? Can you share some insights about the typical scenario that you may face in working with people? Everyone is different, but really the process is the same, right? We yeah. use Strength Finder. If you're familiar with Gallup polls. Oh yeah, yeah. Gallup is the organization that studies the science behind contentment. Okay. Right? So if we understand how a person is motivated, we can understand how to motivate them. And so by going from the top down, we can discover what an entrepreneur visionary's goal mission is and then build their team around it. Uh, Sometimes I have partnerships that they're not on the same page. So by highlighting each of their strengths, I can realign their mission because if their team is all disruptive underneath them, it's because they're not getting the message from the top down, right? They're not in alignment. So that's where I come in because people are always afraid that you're going to tell them they're doing something wrong or that, you know, somebody isn't good enough or whatever, whatever idea they have about the running their own business. And I get to come in and tell them, no, every you're great at what you do. Let me help streamline these processes. Let me help you get the right person in the right seat to complement your goals. Mm, I like that. So your expertise is around helping them to streamline the process to help them overcome what they're facing. How do you do that? What what do you have a do you do coaching? Do you do consulting? I mean, how exactly do you work? 
So everybody is different on kind of a custom package. I've had people that come to see me for a one hour session and we get to kind of really dive in and reboot and then they're ready to go. And they're like, okay, I have a, I have a trajectory now. Um, I have a couple of different clients where, as an example, it's two doctors Mm -hmm. and they're about 20 years apart in age. So one is thinking about retiring and the other is like, how can we make more money? Mm. So I help them have the difficult conversation of, Hey, what is it going to look like when you exit? And how do we make sure your partner is still there? Do we have everything in line? And are the reason your your people below you are so disrupted is because they're not getting the same message from the top. So I come in and I'm like, hey, we just need to reboot and have that what I call our lemon squeeze, which is really about making lemonade. So <laughs> you know, it's called the tough love, but really what I show them that is it's supposed to be fun. <laughs> Or you're doing it wrong. <laughs> <laughs> That's right. No pain, no gain right now. I'm just kidding. Yeah. So so give us an idea of who is your typical client? Are you working with companies in certain industries of a certain size? Are you working with solopreneurs? Are they doing a, a me and a more in sales? Give us an idea of who your typical client is. My typical client is someone who is contemplating how to give back more in what they do. If they're trying to create a legacy or create a mission brand, or they know that they've gone through all the things, but they feel like something's missing. Mm. That's where I get to come in and kind of tune into that sweet spot for them Mm -hmm. and help that message carry on. Okay. So when you say create a mission brand, do you do branding? No. So I don't, I don't do the branding occasionally if I come to them and they don't have say a mission statement or a, you know, a a brand for themselves, we do come up with taglines and things like that. I usually incorporate their team in building that. Um, So no, I, I get them to the first level. Okay. Okay. So for people who are tuning in, so if someone is saying, listen, I'm really intrigued by what you do, are they doing a certain amount in terms of revenue Per year, are they manufacturing company, service-based? Are they retail? Give us an idea of who they are. No, it's really anyone. Um, I've had, and I know that sounds kind of vague, but really where I get to show my strengths are someone who has built the business and is, or they're starting and they're like, okay, before I mess this up, let me, let me get my, you know, my moving ducks in a row. Or someone who's built or done that, and they're like, something's missing. Yeah, I got you. Okay, very good, very good. So how did you come up with this idea of doing it? So I, I got the whole thing about the tough toes and the stilettos, and you worked in <laughs> construction and all of that. What's your journey? What's your story? What's your inspiration? Tell us about Maxine in terms of how you end up ended up doing this kind of work. Thank you. I feel so blessed. My journey has not been a straight line. <laughs> I um, I was pre-med and I realized that working under a, a doctor who was part of an FDA approvals for a spinal cord disc replacement, he's one of the most brilliant doctors in South Florida. I was very humbled to work with him. But seeing his life, I was like, that's not the kind of impact I want to make. At that level, I'm only helping heal one person at a time. Whereas through self-actualization, I can touch more people that then cause that ripple effect to help others. So my first company was a retail product launch. We sold to Whole Foods, Walgreens, Walmart, Target, and all kinds of distribution stores. 
And then I started my, I've done uh, restaurant consulting. I worked for the Ritz Carlton for many years, uh, which that's really the mission that I pass on into all my businesses is that we are ladies and gentlemen serving ladies and gentlemen, no matter what we do. <laughs> and I brought that, I brought that kind of feeling into a restoration company and yeah. it was there that I put my team through strength finders. And I said, if I can convince single dads on an hourly wage to clean up blood and brains with a smile on their face and come back every day and do it again, we're on to something here, right? Like, yeah, <laughs> if this works at this level, imagine what it, how it does where somebody's really ready to take off with it and run with it. And it has been so rewarding to really see the spark in somebody go, oh my God, that's me. That's why I do the things I do. And I'm a spark creator. So when I see other people spark and light up and I'm like, oh my God, I'm onto something. This is what I should be doing. So um, here we are. <laughs> I'm, I'm curious because when you when you sort of look out into the industry and doing this amazing work that you do, and I think you're awesome, by the way. I just love that there's someone like you who exists doing what you do. <laughs> what really bugs you the most in terms of perhaps the bad intel or advice that a lot of these business owners, be they entrepreneurs, be they corporate executives that are getting in terms of how to navigate whatever it is they're dealing with so they can achieve what they want to achieve and become who they want to become. So oftentimes I see that people fill spots in their companies based on need. Like they put out a job description and they're like, okay, well, we'll just fill this role. Okay. As opposed to understanding what their own strengths are, what their actual mission is, and how to align that with a team that's all rowing the boat in the same direction. Okay. And you do that by highlighting your people, you know, so if you're like, hey, I'm frustrated, there's a lack of trust, and we just need to fire them, or, you know, this one's not doing this, or whatever it is, the story that's around it, really what I find is those situations is those people are, they're looking at it from a business standpoint, not from a human standpoint. Yeah, well said, well said. So when you forget that humanity, you forget your people, and then you're not you're you're not leading them. Yes. And that gets into into the whole thing about how are you showing up as a leader, right? Are you heart-based? Are you mission driven? Do you have a purpose? Do you have a calling? I mean, I mean, there there's and you know this better than anyone because you're an expert. There's so many executives and owners and entrepreneurs out there and they're so focused on the numbers right that's all that matters to them is how much they can make in terms of money and are they hitting their financial goals and all of that and that in itself can lead some of them down the wrong path and they end up having i can imagine all types of employee grievances and morale problems and turnovers right what what have you noticed in terms of hey, you guys are not focused on the right stuff. Well, I feel very lucky that by the time somebody comes to me, mm -hmm. there's that inkling of, okay, we need guidance. Something isn't right. We we think we're doing everything right, but something's missing. Okay. And it it is that, you know, we as humans are, are 
the bottlenecks of our business and we are also the heart of our business. And there's nothing wrong with focusing on numbers. That is something I look at with their companies. We look at their KPIs, we look at their expenses, we look at where things are going and if it's going in the right direction. We look at the possibility of profit shares or how we can incentivize their team. And there are all different creative ways to do that. But you're absolutely right in that people have been told to go about it this way. And then all of a sudden they're like, something's missing. Yeah. 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 There's nothing wrong with looking at the numbers. That's super important, right? Or you got to, you got to keep the lights on too. (laughs) Oh, exactly. Yeah. But if it's at the expense of your people, I mean, you look what's happened in Silicon Valley because you get, you get all these people who are dedicated. They want to do the best job possible and they feel invisible. Next thing you know, they're laid off. And they thought that they were doing the right things the right way, took the bull by the horns and played by the rules and boom, right? And so it's it seems like a lot of people today who are occupying these corporate positions, so I'm, I'm going into the bigger companies now, no wonder they want to stay home and work because you know they go into the workplace, they feel there's there's uh it, that it's toxic we'll, we'll say it that way and so someone like you can help come come in i would imagine and get them aligned the right way so that we're all rowing together as a team and everyone feels that they're doing something that matters and that their work matters and then th- that they matter as people so i would think that's part of what you do is that am i am i on the right path here totally right And the beauty of it is that I'm not going to come in and say, hey, Jerry, your culture is all wrong and you're not doing this and you need to do that. I'm not going to tell you what you need to do. Yeah, I'm going to follow your heart and your goals and align you with that. People want to know that there's purpose. And that purpose can be just a simple thing of putting your team in their strengths and, and recognizing them for their value and they feel appreciated. And just that little switch is enough Mm. because- For something, for example, in my construction company, when I put my construction workers through strength finders and I would personally coach them once a month, they had different goals than I did, right? They're not the visionary entrepreneur, but that doesn't mean that their goals are any less important to them. Maybe it was, I want to quit smoking or I want to lose 10 pounds or I want to go to my kid's football game, whatever it was that was important to them in that time. Hmm. Because I created an environment to focus on their goals that were important to them and create accountability within the family of our business that they felt comfortable enough that, you know, towards the end of the company, two of my guys were each other's best mans in their wedding, (laughs) right? That that's what we're trying to, to build. It doesn't mean you have to volunteer. It doesn't mean you have to give profit share. It doesn't mean you have to give away a percentage of your business. Maybe it is what you do. But whatever it is that connects with your vision, your purpose, your way to want to give back and actualize your people, they will be loyal where they feel appreciated. Oh, my God. Boy, you have such wisdom. Woo, I love it. <laughs> it came It came with the tough love. <laughs> there you go. And the stilettos, I know. <laughs> I can't get over that one. Okay. So, so if you don't mind, share a client success story that you're really proud of. There's got to be, I know there's tons, but is there one that you don't mind sharing? Wow. Um, I can give you a personal one and a corporate one. Okay. 
So I had a person come to me and he was, he was stuck. He was stuck. He didn't know what decision to make in his job. Um, And he was, he was a, you know, he was not at the top of the business. He was an executive within the business. And as he came to me to talk about, he's like, I don't know whether to take the promotion or do this or, you know, whatever it was that was going on in his head. And as we spoke and we put him through strength finders and I understood how he was motivated and we kind of dug a little deeper, it turns out that his question was really whether or not he should get divorced. And so by unlocking that and working through that, he was able to clear his mind to make the other important decisions. And he was like, I had no idea all of this was going to come up. We did that in an hour session, right? Because I don't, I don't dig through all of that. I'm not going to replace your therapist. You can cry to your therapist. I'm here to get it done, right? So not that there won't be other things to process or share with, or not that he hasn't spoken to other people since, but we got to the clarity to get to where he wanted to go. Another one is, um, you know, I get a lot of that boomer generation that identify 100% their identity with their work. Mm -hmm. So when it comes time to try and retire or leave their legacy, they have that separation anxiety of what am I going to do with myself? So really, I get to show them how to leave legacy in their business while also learning to enjoy the life that they built, mm-hmm. right? What does it look like to start retiring? What interests do you have? How can you actually not have to work 40 hours a week and still keep this company running for you? So I get to do that and watch them like appreciate everything they built, which is such a wonderful gift. Oh, my God. Well, bless you. Now, there are folks out here who are tuning in and they are loving what they're hearing. How can they connect with you? Uh, what's your URL? What are your socials and all that stuff? It's all the the Tough Love Department, but D-E-P-T. So Tough Love D-E-P-T. Okay. You can find us on Facebook, on uh, LinkedIn, on Instagram, and that's the website, toughlovedept.com. Ooh, I love it. Now, before we sign off, is there one last thing that you would love to leave with our audience? I would just love to recommend that whether or not you work with me or someone else in this world, that you take a look at the strength finders, because really, when you have a question about what's going on, the best answer comes by self-actualization and getting to know yourself. So I wish that for you and all your guests. All right. Awesome. Well, Maxine, it's been it's been wonderful and refreshing to connect. Oh, likewise, Jerry. Thank you so much. I'm a big fan. It's such an honor to be here. Oh, oh my God. Now you're gonna make me blush. Okay, that's <laughs> just a little bit. <laughs> you're in Miami, I'm in LA. Hey, you know. <laughs> <laughs> well, listen, thanks again. And to our audience, this is Jerry Foster, the big branding guy, also known as a brand evangelist, signing off. Take care. Thank you. Jerry Foster here. Thank you so much for listening to my Brand Forward Leadership Podcast. Now, if you, if you are a successful service-based entrepreneur yourself and you've got amazing expertise, I mean services, skills, talents, and abilities that you offer through your company or yourself, and you've been in business for five, 10 years or more, and you would like to be a guest on this program, I would love to have you. Simply visit jerryfosterbranding.com forward slash brandforwardleadership forward slash apply, and I will certainly check you out. 
and get to know you and so on and so forth. Now, let me just add a couple of other things. Number one, if you got something out of this interview, would you share this episode on social media for me? And if so, just do a quick screenshot with your phone and text it to a friend or post it on your socials, okay? And number two, if you know someone that you feel would be a great guest, someone that I should meet and connect with and so on and so forth, tag them on social media to let them know about the show and include the hashtag BrandFordLeadership because I love seeing your posts. I love guest suggestions. That's how we all grow. That's how we all connect and make it through this world, which are through our relationships and our connections. And lastly, let me throw this in. We are regularly putting out new episodes and content. I'm always on the lookout for not only great guests, but great content. And so therefore, because we're always putting great new stuff out, juicy stuff, make sure you don't miss any episodes in the future. So please go ahead and subscribe. And I also love what? I love support. I love love. (laughs) So your thumbs up, ratings, and reviews go a long way to help promote the show and mean a lot to me and my team. So if you can find it in your heart to go ahead and show me that kind of support and love, I would really appreciate it. And on a second note, if you would like to know more about me, the work that I do, simply go to my website at jerryfosterbranding.com or follow me on LinkedIn or Facebook at Jerry Foster Branding or Instagram at Jerry Foster Big Brand Man. Okay? Jerry Foster Big Brand Man. Again, thanks for listening. Until we see you the next time, take care.